Why is this show called End of the Loop? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Into the Loop 7, the Retail Worker episode. I'm your host, as always, Nawaru. I'm joined by my best friend and <laughs> co-host, Rabbit Pixie. I thought I was going to introduce myself. I, like, I was waiting, that was a, that, that distance, that pause, that was great because, like, I was done, and I was like, okay, we're, 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 like, at the peak, like, the best time, it's drifting, it's drifting, and then you finally caught it right before it got I awkward. I, I left it, I left it at just the, just the time point. I just wanted you to be a little bit unsettled, because I'm a little bit unsettled about working in America. See, I thought I was gonna have to pick it up, pick it up as well, like because it was get, it was just, it was getting there. <laughs> but We're good, good. Good timing, good timing. Always good timing you, it's here. It's like it's like you could you you could read my mind. You could, it's like it's a time loop. You could feel what I my um fear building. <laughs> I could feel your fear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm rabid pixie. Oh man, what an what an intro. <laughs> so, let's this is the retail worker episode. All of us have worked in retail. That's not true. Not all of us. A lot of people have a lot of people have different opinions on it. I want to give my opinions and I want to hear everyone else's opinions because man, I'm kind of frustrated i mean you know the the retail market is is actually pretty big it's massive you know? it doesn't matter if you're working at a casey's or if you're working at a target or if you're working at a kohl's yeah and, the, and there's there's tons of different i mean sh shopping store conglomerates are just they're everywhere yeah there's you 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 can pretty much it, most of the things you buy are from retailers. Yes. You know, pretty much everything you buy, whether that's a furniture retailer. So like in the here's the thing, like retailer literally means that you're buying it from someone else and selling it to some to a different person at a higher price. Exactly. Like that's the <laughs> the it's it's in the name. You're retailing it. You're 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 announcing that you're a, a middleman, and yet it's it's the biggest. And then advertising also the middleman of that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like there's so many middlemen. It's it's absolutely bonkers. And you know, it's just it's a topic that that's how I they, feel. That's how they keep you from voting with your dollar just by milling the dollars out between 10 different stages of production. Yeah, that's true. You know, cause this guy could be buying this thing that's from that company. That is maybe those are two good companies you want to support, but then the, the thing, the raw materials are getting to do it are from this place and the patent is owned by this guy. And maybe those are two evil things, you know? So it's just like, it's hard to to put faith in a company anymore. But what even is evil anymore? You know. Yeah. It's just oh well. It's just you know. Do I agree with the, that person's politics at this point? 
But I feel like evil's a hard, a really harsh word to use for that. Yeah, I mean, I. That's, but that's not what the word I would use. No, I I, I know it's not what you would use, but I, there I are acknowledge the gray people, areas in business. There are definitely people who would use that. However, though. however, just because they have their opinion is radical does not mean that there should not be a reduction in the way we purchase things. You know, I agree. Those chains should start to become smaller because it's gonna it's it's getting unsustainable. Yeah, because you're having so much traffic that awful occurrences are happening more and more for the workers, and it's just not gonna be able to continue without workers. Yeah, and and it causes more inflation at an exponential rate. Is 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 crazy. So, now that we've sort of given how we feel about retailers, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the premise of this episode. Yes, <laughs> we are going to talk about uh, some things that that retail workers should not have to experience, and some things that they uh, should be able to experience. Um, and using the experience we just listed as context for that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead and spoil the top a, five for a this very, episode. Very complex backstory. Yes. The top five are the things that we would change, but there we don't want to we don't want it to be like a really, you know, just flat. We don't like the people. We want you know. Or we want better wages. It's not that. It's other things that you Dude. know we feel like might add up over time. It's so it's okay. We're already like more intellectual than the mustard episode we lost, so we're absolutely <laughs> we're probably good. Hey, the it, mustard episode was our, good. Our business model hinges on the mustard episode <laughs> <laughs> and getting that back because I'm pretty sure that's going to be the one thing we have to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we can't sell that, we can't sell anything. <laughs> That's true. The mustard episode is the bottom line. <laughs> the... It's coming <laughs> one day, folks. It's coming one day. Don't worry. So as long as we're above that, <laughs> we're good. Exactly. Uh, but as always, we're going to try and keep the top five for the middle of the episode. Uh, so first, I want to go ahead, and I there's something I want to jump into because... Uh, I work in the toy department of a retailer. I won't say which, but I experience this a lot. Just, and just make sure, is, just make sure you don't miss the mark, okay? Yeah, don't miss the mark. Um, and I want to talk about scalper culture, and I want to talk about identifying the difference between scalpers and collectors for, you know, perhaps the newer people who may be worried about this kind of stuff because scalpers have been on the rise lately and some of them get really really mean it's it's ridiculous it is ridiculous the the pokemon card market it's oh my god 
it's, it's exploded. It is out is out is banana pancakes. Outrageous! It's it's ridiculous. It's a bonanza. <laughs> it's. I mean, how how else could you describe it by saying made up words like Gonzo? Like it's, it's it's out of human perceivability. If you're not picking up a pack of Pokemon cards while you're you know at the checkout lane just sitting there, if you have four dollars, you should be picking that thing up. Yeah, I I mean let's just let's just compare it real quick. If you know anything about card games, you know that Magic the Gathering has been out of control. If you mm. if you know if you've ever played a trading card game, you know about Magic the Gathering. Period. Just period. So Magic the Gathering has just been out of control and Pokémon just rocketed past them. Just shot into the sky, dude. Yeah, it was I think it was because of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. Pokemon is something that hits close to home for pretty much everyone in the family. It's very you know, kid friendly. Like Well, I mean, we grew up with it and now our kids are growing up yeah, with our, it, you know. Our generation still buys them and th- and there is hasn't been a generation since that hasn't. Right. But now we see people, scalpers, we'll call them, and they're starting to buy them up well, to make that's quick be- bucks off of that's them. That's because the best thing you could scalp is something that a kid wants. That's true, because parents will always jump through the hoops for their you, kid. The, the, two, the two best things to scalp, number one, PlayStation 5s, number two, children's <laughs> toys. I've never seen a PlayStation 5 in the wild. Oh, there's plenty. They're, Where? They're, yeah, I, they're 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 out there, but you're paying the thousand, two thousand dollars. Oh no, no, I'm it's, not. <laughs> someone is. Yeah, someone, someone is. Someone is. Yeah, that's what's so crazy about that to me. It's the guy from Carmel, Indiana. Uh, but uh, so. There, there is, there is a lot of anxiety around these people lately, and I, I get approached a lot by a lot of people looking for Pokemon cards, yeah, Hot Wheels. They, they uh, want these. They want yeah, these. <laughs> they, they are there every single day at eight a.m. This is their, this is open. their entire career. Yes, because I mean that that's their that's their revenue source, though. You know, like yeah. that kind of is their job that's how that's how much that's how big of a deal it is it's like everybody's every scalper's job became get pokemon cards yeah that's but it's not just pokemon cards it goes to things like hot wheels too yeah but yeah super collectible stuff but the, that's what i'm saying i'm just pointing more towards the 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 ridiculousness that pokemon's become yeah like it's beat out hot wheels it's beat out my little pony Polly pocket yes like those guys don't even stand a chance. Hot Wheels definitely does. Hot Wheels, no, no, Hot no, no, Wheels no, no, no. will always hang in there. I, because boys love to collect so much yes. more than girls. I think. Well, I don't know about that. I think it's just that I feel like 
I feel like men are usually more open and want to display theirs more openly, but yeah, I, I feel like female, you know, women like to share theirs privately. And I think, I think boys are more interested in things, and girls are more interested in people. So it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know about that. That that's what that's, I that's, I feel like that it's not that the name way. Of this episode. <laughs> that's not the name of this episode. This, I don't know. That's this is not the the boy meets world <laughs> podcast. Boy meets world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but I don't know. There's something about something about boys that they just get so fired up about something. You know. Yeah. I, that I think that's really what it is. Uh, I guess so. I think it's, uh, you see shiny rock and you'll want to pick it up. Take it with you. Yeah, a lot of goblin it's brain. It's monkey brain. Yeah, yeah, monkey brain. <laughs> it's interchangeable. You're, I uh, mean, you're hunter, you're gathering. You're hunting and gathering. It's true. Um, but you need to understand the difference between a scalper and a collector. Because, you know... A lot of I, I know a lot of employees will get really jaded because they just get so tired of people constantly begging them for this item. And you know, you can't just constantly be taking it out on everyone, even though yeah. you know you want to. Yeah. That's why you keep wearing the face mask. Yeah. <laughs> oh and I, I... I don't know if you ever told it on the podcast, but you you told me a story about meeting a brony once. Do you want to tell that story? No, because I don't remember that story uh, well enough right now to tell <laughs> okay. it on the podcast. Okay. Let me let me let me remember that story more clearly, and I that's next that episode. Be, next episode, the episode. brony episode, top five no. ponies. Yes. Top yeah. five ponies. Yeah. Number one, Torrent from Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but keep, keep, you, I mean, you probably have more experience with this than me because I, I work in grocery and we're going to sell everything no matter what. There's not really any scalping involved. Yeah. So, but tell, tell me, tell me more about the scalper. Like, what are they, aside from Pokemon cards, we know that that's the, the number one. What else mm. are they looking for? And like, like, how does it usually go when you meet someone? So, usually, it's either Hot Wheels or collectible figures, like okay. you know the DC yeah. figures. Yeah, the Black Edition stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, those are the hot ones. Yeah, and Th those know, are the it's... those are the pillars of the collector community. You know, it's always exactly. been figures. Exactly, and usually you can tell the difference between a scalper and a collector by a few things. If they're buying 14 of these things at once, they're a scalper. <laughs> Come on. You, yeah. You, a normal collector is only going to usually get two. They're going to have one to open and one to keep in box. And I know plenty of people who do that. And mm -hmm. that is definitely what I do observe in my day-to-day. -day. And I think those those people are the ones that are like looking for the long-term investment they're saying exactly. I, I only need one because i'm gonna hang on to it for 10 years exactly and they, they might even just want it to keep it in the box because 
it just you know that's how they want to keep it. But the ones they that are keep it for buy, the ones that are buying the whole shelf, they're the ones that are taking going going straight home and flipping it on eBay. Exactly. And the way that works is they they buy the the stock until there's none left, so no one else can buy any. Which is not the greatest because there's a lot of people who want to get these things. That's just to collect them. Yeah, it's predatory uh, marketing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's why they go for kids' toys. You know exactly. There's not much else you can scalp at that level, like uh, concert and uh, football game tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, who's going to those nowadays, though, right? And uh, you think about it. How many people are doing that for a kid? True. <laughs> you know? Very good point. Uh, but, no. there, There's just... There's a lot of different ways it can go when interacting with a scalper. But I've found that a lot of the time, they will get really angry really quickly, too. Like, they'll pretty much immediately want to speak to a manager if you say, no, sorry, we don't have any more of those. Like, Really? Seriously, yeah. Like, I have to call for my manager at least, like, at least once a day, I'd say. That's, that's insane. It is, because I'm not even in a very high you know traffic store uh and it, it's funny because i am in a high traffic store and i don't see that level i do see collectors from time again i'm not in toys so maybe the toys guys but i've never heard of management getting involved over toys at my store so i think i think it's because you're low traffic they know they can get in there before anyone else man that the high traffic stores are harder to buy from that might be the case. That so, really might so be. So you're attracting the scout. They're probably driving from an hour away. Think about I, that. Man. They're coming from a city to a smaller city and then taking all those back and, and redistributing them amongst the bigger population in their area. Right. Um, you They're know, smuggling I mean... toys across the city border. <laughs> Oh my! And I will compare it to that because it is criminal. What is happening? <laughs> At least it feels criminal, you know. It's. I mean, it, they're not bre- They're not breaking any laws technically. No, they're not. Aside from just being greedy assholes, pretty much. Yeah. Because like those are those are made for. I mean, I say that they're made for. The people who want them, but let's be honest, the mm. toy companies are leaning into this. Oh yeah, they, they are. They don't care if it's getting resold. Is if they're selling them all. Exactly. <laughs> they want to get them in and out as fast as possible, and that is the real hidden cost. Yeah, of labor exactly. in today's America. Exactly. It is the it is the cost of the people on the ground that have to actually deal with this beratement every day yeah and the company and the companies are encouraging it they're encouraging the behavior because they want to sell out so they make their stuff higher quality they make it uh more, they give you get, treasure hunts specials yeah. yes yes 
They give you exclusives. They give you VMAXs. Yeah. It's it's wrong in my heart because I know I have seen plenty of kids who have really hoped to have gotten like a certain car for a Hot Wheel or something. Yeah. I I don't know why everyone here likes cars for some reason. I it's weird. But uh like I think it was like a Toyota Supra or something like that. The kid really wanted, and it was in this specific wave of Hot Wheel that was coming out or something. Mm -hmm. And he really wanted it, but you know, scalpers just got to it or something. And see, let's 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 make another link because again, this is all about the chain links of inflation, right? So let's make another link there. If if the choices of Hot Wheels are influenced by certain companies, auto companies. Mm-hmm. Like Toyota Supra, it, that's like an SUV type car. So it's like a common man's car. Yeah. So by that logic, Hot Wheels maybe doesn't want to make a lot of those because they don't think they'll sell a lot of those. And mm-hmm. that makes that item rare. So the collectors get those. Possibly. Uh,. I just noticed that it happens mostly with the treasure hunts because the, you know, the dads will tell their kids about it and they'll get them interested. Specifically, I I can think of one. I didn't know they were they were duo. doing treasure hunts. Yeah, if, in every package of Hot Wheels that gets shipped to a store, there's like one to four uh, special Hot Wheels in that box that are treasure hunts. Oh, so you super treasure hunts. So there's like, so there's like a set. Yes, there's oh, a set. Okay. There's cars that come as treasure there's hunts. There's a there's a mystery and, set, and, and you have to buy you have to buy more copies to get more chances. So what, no, no, no. You can see what the treasure hunt is. You just have to get to it first. Okay. Okay. That's the problem. I feel like the treasure hunts should at least be scanned differently, have different numbers, and be limited. Because I don't feel like it's right that one guy gets to just show up first and then get, you know, all eight of them that I get put yeah, out there. Yeah, imagine... Well, see, and that's interesting you say that, because... you Remember when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. And you're opening the pack of pokemon cards mm-hmm. and you get you get the you get that secret rare yeah you get that hyper rare you get dude it's the it's the wonka willy wonka golden ticket to a kid it really is and people are just taking that and selling it to just... other to other adults or to uh parents who really 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 want to make their kids happy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If this is a case of maybe Hot Wheels just shouldn't be labeled as toys anymore and just called collectibles and put in a different, you know, kind of section. I mean, it's, it's maybe, like it's maybe like, that's maybe that's the right decision. It's like but, mi- it's like mining diamonds. You know, diamonds aren't that rare. 
they're the 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 diamond companies make them rare so you pay more that's what the i mean they can make as many of a hot wheels they want exactly <laughs> they're deciding what is rare and what isn't it's but, it's wild but i it, think it's we'll it's got close. a gambling element it does have a game that is another big thing that i hate about uh current toy fashion trends you know the lol surprise balls the the mystery eggs from ryan you know stop letting your children gamble what are you doing you're getting them addicted to loot boxes at the age of two yep because this is the worst decision you could do gambling the thing about gambling as well is like they so you earn this money and to have a hobby you have to dump that money right back into the system. Exactly. And then and it has to be fast. And then when because does, if you're not doing it, you're falling behind. And when does that gambling stop? When you're uh, twenty thousand in the debt at the black hole that is Las Vegas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not and always. you just and you basically you just become uh, you become this this food sack. And it just yes. sucks you dry. And that, my friends, is how you get beef jerky. So they they disguise retail is just uh, gambling in disguise now. Sometimes it is. Yeah. You could always you could always say that you know that's what baseball cards were, you know, but those were aimed at literal two year olds, you know. Yeah. And uh, and all this is backed by you know the popularity of card games and stuff. You know, yes. Cards are bought like that because people can take them and win thousands, hundreds, thousands of dollars. But again, yes. that but that requires inherent gambling, and that it, then that causes it to spread. Yeah. And now we see sports that don't have any gambling inherently in them, like football or basketball, being gambled on every single day. So right. what, So when when do we get to a point where these matches are getting paid off to be fixed to appease ga- the gambling conglomerates? <laughs> you know, when when is football? It hasn't started. Yeah. Is football fake? Find out next time. It, it does seem strange that one team kept winning every year at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and two brothers got MVPs, rings, multiple ones, like playing for the same team. <laughs> well, let's go ahead let's go ahead and move on. We're we're about yeah. halfway through. It's yeah. getting close. This is going to be a big top five. I didn't think I was going to get that deep. I'm sorry. You're No, it's fine. This is this is the show. But this is also the top five. The top five things that we would kind of alter in our daily lives as retail workers. And I'm going to go ahead and lead off if you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number one, the thing that I hate the most is that I hate that HQs get to decide 
most thermostats and temperatures for all their stores. I think buildings should have their own thermostats, and I feel like it's almost a human right violation that yeah. we don't. Yeah. What do you What do you but think? What the the temperature of the building is controlled by a person that is never there. Yes. That is wrong. That's fucking simulating. It's... They're affecting <laughs> us in the same crass way we would affect a video game character because it's expendable. It'll always come back. You'll always have more. Exactly. All we're seen as is a number in that way. Yep. And I, I because, don't... I, I mean, they're, they're basically saying that what they save on electricity costs is worth more than we are. Than our comfortability. Yep. When we would obviously be able to work better, we wouldn't yeah. be complaining, we'd be happier, if, we'd be more productive. And this only happens pretty much in the summer when it's too hot. Winter's sometimes not, in winter, but winter sometimes is too is too cold, but mostly summer, I think. When Yes. I mean it's it's ninety degrees if we're lucky these days. Yeah. And you go in and it's seventy six degrees and the sweat just never stops. <laughs> I mean, I people will come in and they'll be like, It's so hot in here. Yeah. I'm here for eight hours today. <laughs> Yeah, they can't handle it for 20 minutes. Exactly. All right, moving on. <laughs> Number two, I don't think online quantities should be shown uh, for in stores. I think you should not check a store for an item and then come in and demand for it. Like, Everyone knows, everyone knows who's worked in retail knows that online is hardly ever right. Yeah. Think about I mean, it. It has at least like a six hour update frame because yeah. these companies don't want to spend enough money to actually have a functioning, well built coding system, like code in their yeah. actual back end systems to have that level of ease of access also pretty much as soon as they decide they're going to send something to a store they they update the inventory like once yeah. once it comes out of the warehouse it's showing that it's at your store which is not true because usually it's on the truck on the way to you yes and that's i mean who knows how long that drive is could be up to 12 hours some maybe even more yeah and if you are the kind of person that would get in a an employee's face or berate them or personally insult them or call them an idiot mm -hmm. you are such an awful person and i am not ashamed to say oh, that and and not to mention we get trucks every single day exactly seven days a week a truck shows up and uh 
three of those, three or four of those other days, another truck also shows up that day. It's like, and we, and then and then and that's so I'm talking about FTC. Yeah. And then there's some days where you get double trucks for GM and Dry Grocery, and you're still getting an FTC. So you have three trucks. Just to be clear, FDC is like the the, fed- the cold food and like the frozen delivery courier. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we get those three or four times a week, and then at least once a week, usually twice a week, we have double trucks on with with FDC on top of it. It's so that's a so every single thing that is in those trucks is being updated every day. Boop. That's at the store. Boop. That's at the store. Boop. And some of it doesn't get there for 48 hours. Exactly. You you just you can't keep treating retail workers poorly because of items that you think they should have. I think because you- of this faulty system that you're led to believe is true because you looked it up from the items that you paid for from your home led to believe that we have it. Yeah. It's not right for either of us. Now, now, but don't you dare get, I, I will say it's, mean. it doesn't always have that. It, I will say that it's very rare that I run into something where it hasn't shown up yet. Um, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. I'm sure it's more common with, cause you're dealing with less, uh, quantity, I think than I am. Yes, um, a long shot. But uh, and uh, but another thing that can happen is they could just send you the wrong thing. That happens all the time. Yeah, it that, happens at least like four times a day. Uh, it for me, it's it's not that often. It's about once a day, but that's way too much. Way too much. When it comes to food. <laughs> Like, okay, now I don't have any of this thing and too much of this thing. Well, also, uh, even, like, at a couple of stores around us, I know when you scan, like, a banana, it'll say there's 3,000 of them on hand. There is absolutely no way there's 3,000 bananas. Yeah, our banana numbers are crazy inflated, and we're no longer allowed to order more bananas. Man, they have they have to order all produce for us now. When it used to be a custom order, that is awful. <laughs> all right, number three on my top five things I would change or alter is I feel like if you drag an employee around for an extended amount of time, if you make them go out of their way to help you because you know they can't say no to you. You should tip them. Yes. Retail workers deserve tips. And it's it's not it's not that I don't I don't think it's because people don't want to tip us. No, it's, it's the it's, companies. I just don't think it's customary. The well, because the companies tell are telling the employees not to accept tips. Yes, they. I know the one I work at tells you that you cannot take a tip unless it is insisted when i worked at uh 
I work in a grocery department now in a bigger superstore. Um, but when I worked in just a straight up grocery store, I got tipped all the time and they told, they told me not to accept tips, but people were like, no, literally here, have, take this. Uh, but I was also doing like carryouts a lot into mm. the parking lot. So I was like the customer service guy. I feel like that's a job that should be tipped as well. If someone's yeah. helping you get something into your car. Yeah. Um, and it used to be all the time, yeah. but, but they told us to stop taking tips. If, if you want us to stop taking tips, pay us better. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, sure. that's how I feel because I know when I it's against have the a rules. kid and I, when I have a kid, I'm going to raise my child and I'm going to teach them. Don't ever bug a retail employee unless you absolutely have to. I had a guy once tip me um, $20. That's incredible. Store. Yeah. He was a real guy. Wow. He was a real good, great guy. So it, people are willing to do it. No, people are absolutely willing. There are but, plenty of sweet older people out there who would love to do that for us. But they think it's against policy and that we can get in trouble. Yes. Why? It is not. You just have to insist yeah. yeah i it it depends on where you are some people don't care some retailers don't care true california people i salute you you have it better or i not better i'm sorry i'm so sorry you have it much worse than us here in the uh the midwest yeah all right go but, tell uh, me tell me number two uh you mean number four number four so number four is I want I want better regional leads. You know the people that come in for the visits oh in your my store. God. Oh come my! In, Those yeah. guys are fucking baboons, dude. Dude, <laughs> if here, baboons. Let, me, let me explain it like this: If you're going to hire someone for a job where they're expected to visit other stores to figure out what things are wrong, I don't. I feel like they don't need to be accompanied by every single team leader in that building to figure out what's wrong with the store. Oh, yeah, because they, they command everybody's attention. And then we're just left for however long they're stuck there. Exactly. Yeah. And then any problems we're forced to deal with in whatever way we can. And it could be the entire shift. Oh, it absolutely. Usually it it's about three hours, but it could be. It could be the whole day. But my point is, they don't need a tag-along of 12 people to figure out that, yeah, we have 800 Squishmallows in here. What? Um, <laughs> it's so funny you say that because they had the, we, we had a visit from the, the fashion department uh, lady this mm -hmm. past week. And when I got in, my uh, my ETL was like, hey, will you go uh, make sure those front end caps and grocery are filled? Um, we're having a visit. It's it's very fashion focused, but uh, I just want to make sure everything's on the up and up. <laughs> They're not even there for grocery, and this guy is paranoid. Yeah, no, that's, that's how big of a deal they make it seem. And that took uh, me an hour out of my day to do that 
Exactly. <laughs> That's an hour of so, freight that you were supposed to be running. So, yeah. I I ended up leaving a vehicle of freight that day. And then who gets, you know, coached the, about it? Uh, yeah, and then somebody tomorrow has to do it. And I, I ain't even working tomorrow, so I can't even try to catch myself up. It's somebody else's exactly. job now. Sorry. And then you know they're not going to do it as well as you because it's not their area. Yeah, yeah. It's a chain effect. These these regional managers, these people who come in for visits, they they need to not only be able to figure this out on their own, they need to talk to the people on the ground. They need to talk to the regular employees and figure out, hey, what's actually going on? What's What are the actual problems here that need fixed? Yeah. Before, you know... We start there, getting unionized all over the place and taken for every dollar. The the uh, um, their aim is off. Their aim is it's, very off. <laughs> Which is very ironic. Yeah. But uh, that is that's my number four. I want better, more interactive mm-hmm. regional directors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And my last one, my last one is probably my most con- controversial one. Okay. And I want the ability to turn away from a customer if, honestly, for any reason. I feel like I should be able to call some other team member. I think there should be a job that strictly focuses on dealing with customers, helping them, and basically making their experience as pleasant as possible not that and that shouldn't be forced upon the people who are doing other jobs at the same time mm-hmm. there there should be customer liaisons yeah like guest service staff that roam the store exactly that is but, exactly what i mean but but that's what we're supposed to do Exactly. I so, just want the ability to turn away from someone if I feel like they're a little too close or a little weird. I want to be able to get away from them without having to, you know, yeah. get talked to about it because I, I was I, rude. I have a story about that. Well, I mean, honestly, that's pretty much my my top five. No, I think you hit the bullseye with that top five. I don't really have a top five because you covered a lot of the ones that I am uh, passionate about. I do have a few others that I'd like to, to, to say. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of point out the the craziness, but I'll start with this. Going off of your last example, the obligation to speak to someone. Yes. This, this kid, he couldn't have been, he's probably 19. Mm-hmm tall a little taller than me uh seemed to be mixed race uh, kind of reddish hair yeah he comes up to me and he goes um he he, he gets he gets up up real close to me he's got glasses on he gets he starts whispering he goes hey i already know some this is some dumb fucking bullshit like i'm mm-hmm. i'm already looking yeah. i'm already looking for the camera so but I have okay. I have to talk to this person because that's my mm-hmm. job. 
So yes, he, he starts saying, he goes, "Hey, uh, I just wanted to tell you that uh, I I think you're really cute, and yeah, I, I really like your beard." And I said, "Uh, thank you." I talk, I spoke in a regular voice. Yeah. Because why are we whispering? And he goes, <laughs> "There's no one else there." So I know this is a bit. And he goes, yeah, so I was like wondering if I could get your phone number. And I was like, is this a joke? He goes, I mean. He's like, no, no, it's not a joke. It's real. It's real. I'm like, uh, where's the camera? Is there a cam- Where is Like, seriously, are you wearing a wire? Like, I'm just, I'm just basically asking this dude, like, where's the recording device? He's like, no, no, it's not a joke. Like, I, I really think you're. And I was just, it just got to the point. He wouldn't give up the bit that I was just like, sorry, I'm not interested in men. <laughs> he was like, okay, yeah, sorry to bother you. I had to put up with that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an awful situation. We shouldn't have to be put in. Now We should be able to walk away from things like that. Now, I, I, I will say I should have handled it differently. I should have just, I should have just been more firm and say okay look dude i get it i get it this is a bit i love the bit and i think i think it's i think it's good but i just don't really like have time for that but i know a guy i know a guy that'll respond really well to this uh in in the uh the uh in the produce section he used to do <laughs> he used to do improv classes go go talk to him and you'll like it. I was gonna send him to uh, 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 the actual gay coworker that works in produce. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but I thought of that way too late. He had already walked away, and at that point, oh. I was just like, "Fuck it." Dude, you could have been Cupid, dude. I would have, because <laughs> I mean, that guy. That guy would have. That guy would have pushed him to the point of saying, "Oh, I'm just kidding." <laughs> like he straight up would have. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, that's. I mean, that's the scientific <laughs> method, you know. You you fuck around, you find out. Exactly. You don't be don't be making a joke out of other people's, you know, their orientations. Yeah, yeah. and. I again, I didn't detect a microphone. It looked like there was something weird, like with his shirt, but I couldn't tell if yeah. that was just his chest shape or if it was like a, something attached. Um, maybe he was just doing some kind of social experiment Possible. that he's, you know, reporting on in college. But maybe it is on this topic. Like, what are retail workers? being told they have to put up with like how far do they have to go to feel safe keeping their jobs it's possible because you know you had to sit through that to feel comfortable enough to keep your job yeah and um it sucks because they're they think they're royalty now now it if you're but if you are doing a bit if if you're doing comedy Go talk to another customer and see how it fucking goes for you, bud. Yeah. 
go 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 for a public place. Go for the real target. Don't go for people who are guaranteed to have to talk to you. That's not going to challenge you. Go challenge yourself. You really want to yeah. do you really want to do walk up a, a, a improv like Eric Andre or any of those Instagram stars do it for real. That's how they got big. They did it for real. That's right. They did it for real. So, did you have any other things from the stop? Uh, stop. Wanted to add? Stop harassing my career so you can have an internet career. No, not off my back. Uh, break Nazis. Oh, okay. I just got. I just got taught. I'm not doing this. I know for a fact I'm not doing this because I'm used to the way it was at Amazon, where you have to walk four minutes out of the pick mods to just to get to the break room, and you have to walk four minutes back, and you only and that's part of your break. So I get to be in the break room for seven minutes. That is wrong. Two minutes, and this this is this isn't always. This is just the most extreme cases. You know, if you're stuck on the very back end or something, uh, that this is what it's like. And two of those minutes, you're buying a snack because you're you need the fucking energy. Yeah. Like right now, so I'm used to that because that's where I worked before this. Um, and I'm used to, dude, at that grocery store, I never hustled more at a job as much as I did at that grocery store, man. They. <laughs> Dude, grocery stores are crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> that like, on when they have fast days, you you better strap in. It's gonna get crazy. Um, Man, because people they always need food. So true. Then you know that's and everybody gets off work at five p.m. So at six p.m. you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's Saturday, steaks are on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. But no, uh So I, I'm pretty like it takes me about one minute to leave my work area to get to the break room. Yeah. So I'll be in there thirteen, fourteen minutes and I'll go back. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'll be in there for fifteen minutes. Maybe it's like a seven seventeen minutes total, you know? I yeah. it's a very soft limit, but but I'm not. I'm not do, taking 20 minute breaks. Some people, and this is what he brought up. He said we have some people who, you know, they go and they get a snack, and then they go to the check lanes and buy it, and then when they get in the break room, they start their break. Your break starts when you leave your work area. And uh, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then, but then, then he mm -hmm. told me, um. Some people have been doing that, and he goes, but when also when you go to break, you have to go up to the check lanes and check if they need fast service. Okay. What? So, so wait, hold on, hold on a second. No, and then, absolutely not. And then he says, if they need fast service, you have to jump on the check lane and then go to your break. Okay. The, listen, I'm fine with this for one reason. Because you just told me that my break starts when I leave my work area. Okay. And ends I, when I come I back. Her. Now you just told me that my break starts after I go up front and talk to the team lead at the check lanes. 
which is right next to the break room. <laughs> That's hey, there you go. Game in the and, system. And you also told me that when I come back from break, I have to check reshop. So technically, and that's that's close to the break room. So technically, my break ends when I check reshop. That's all in one very small loop. Yes. That that's a that's a tight sixteen minutes for me. You know. Yeah. And I'm satisfied. So why the fuck did you bother to tell me that my break starts when I leave my work area and when I come back? You gave me a loophole. Right? It seems to me like that leader probably shouldn't be a leader. It's not. It's not, it, it wasn't from him. No? It was from the store director. She, she hey. told them to tell everybody that. Hey, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the other shoe. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's that's rough, though. I luckily my store is not very harsh on breaks. Knock yeah. on wood. You know, uh, that's good. There, there have been a couple of times where I felt like maybe my sugar was a little low, so I did finish. You know the bar and went a minute over or something you know yeah but they've they've never really gotten on to yeah. anyone because but everyone... you're you're low traffic right so i'm the that's i'm the only i'm the only one of this franchise like within miles in the entire city you know oh, yeah the the, the closest one is two is is two cities over. Oof, yeah. So you are very high traffic, mm -hmm. especially with where, yeah. And there's so there's one that goes west, one that goes north. They're both two cities away. That's pretty unlucky. Yeah. So, and we're like, and they're like, we're the wheel, and they're the spokes. So like everyone's more focused on us. Yeah, you know, it's revolving around us. And mm -hmm. and that said, that leads me to my next point, understaffing. We have way too much traffic for the number of employees we have. Yeah, that's a I even as a low volume store, we have problems with understaffing well, see, too. Well, see, that's they're probably hiring even less than we are. We're hiring all the time, and we still don't have enough. Man, that is really unfortunate. That's why they came out with that big PR stunt. Oh, we're going to pay $24 in some areas. Yeah, in some areas. But the thing is, our area is like in that middle ground we're like not super low traffic, but we're not big enough to where they're gonna have to hire more people. So they need to incentivize them with more money. They they don't need to buy out of the job market right now. So we our store just gets fucked, and it's in our network. It's called this. It's uh, got a reputation for being the store that store directors go to 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 die. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Every time we've That's had a store sad. director, they go somewhere else. 
I you know store directors only make around sixty thousand a year. That's really sad for the amount of shit yeah, they have to put dude. up with too. Yeah. So we have unhappy store directors. We have unhappy store directors that leads to unhappy management. Did you which know leads to unhappy did, did teams? You know, you know team leads and uh, ETLs get uh, bonuses when we meet certain metrics. Yes, I did. Who, who makes that happen? You know who makes that happen. I do. Your SD. No, 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 no. Well, I make the sales happen. Oh, well, technically, that's, yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm meeting the metric. So, why don't you're, we get a piece of the pie? You're getting the money. Huh. So, where's my incentive to work hard? There isn't, because they control the thermostat. Yep. So, now I'm going in coasting the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. possible lately i've been feeling pretty good so i've been pushing myself but when i get in my lows like i it's, just yeah it's a crawl some days yeah some days really are crawls and there are some days where you know it feels like you just drank a bang energy drink mm -hmm. uh uh, the third one, oh, I already went over that. The way we allow guests to, to, to customers to treat us. Oh. Yes. That one was a wide miss. Um, do you see what I'm doing yet? Yeah. Am Am I nailing it? Yes. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So that I mean, I'm pretty wrapped up then. Okay. Uh, well, normally. The, this is a gaming podcast, but... Oh, we there... didn't even talk about Elden Ring yet! Go, go, go! I don't really know much, so you, you talk about it. You talk yeah, about you it. haven't played it yet. I just got it a couple days ago. And I'm someone who loves the Soulsborne series. And oh my god, I am having such a good time with it. Like, I, I, I'm in a position I can't really make a big purchase like that. Maybe when it goes on sale... Uh, for the summer sale, I'll look at it. If, if they get, if they get it down to half off, I'll buy it during summer sale. Yeah, but but because I can't play Elden Ring, I reinstalled Dark Souls <laughs> because because I want to play. I want to I, I want to challenge myself again. I mean, hey, that's definitely the way to start. Dark Souls One definitely yeah. is just the way to go. That's the best one in my opinion. Elden Ring though. Dude, it's so good. I started yeah. Wretch, though, for my first completely blind steps into the game. And let me tell you, that was the worst decision I could ever make. I had the worst time for the whole five-hour playthrough of that character I had. So I had to switch to the Vagabond, and now it's easy mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so... How much of the game do you know? Because I don't want to completely spoil you. Okay, I watched one Game Grumps video, and it shows like the prologue. It's interesting. They didn't really put much into like the cinematic scenes. They were very uh, uh, loose with it. They used a lot of very good um, art, but not mm -hmm. like a lot of 
animation heavy stuff. Right. You know? And I think that yeah. was kind of cool because it kind of gave it this storybook feeling. But I know that it, it so it, I, I guess I guess that's because it was written by a book author. Yeah. The the Elden Ring I guess is some kind of big artifact thing or some cosmic device that cycles souls through the cycle of life or something like that. It controls the 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 crossing between life and death or something like that and it gets broken because these gods want to claim its power yeah and then uh so then nobody can die they all everybody keeps raising up as zombies or something tarnished yeah and so so fighting so the fighting never stops it's just a constant war so your goal is to go and gather the pieces of the elden ring and restore it so so that the cycle of life and death can resume that's what I gathered from it as well, but playing it, it doesn't feel that cosmic because most of the time you're running around this beautiful landscape, searching yeah. every nook and cranny of this massive, massive world. Well, see, that's that's the thing though, right? They're talking about oh, you 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 get you come back as a zombie and you want to restore the cycle, but it's also like here's here's a person that's getting their second chance at life. And what do they do? They go and they seek and they find. And they mm-hmm. look for the things that they that they didn't look for in their first life. The things that they were missing. The adventure, the excitement. That's that's a good analogy, yes. But unfortunately I'm not that far in the game and I've only beaten two bosses and I'm currently fighting my third. Our, I have another friend that's playing it. He said it was pretty easy so far. I don't know how many bosses mm. he's fought. Like you tell me difficulty wise, like how are you feeling? You feeling frustrated? I was incredibly frustrated with my uh, starting class, but with the uh, the new class it feels much more fair and I will say that it does feel much, much more difficult than Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it feels less difficult than, say, Sekiro. Oh, Sekiro. I, I watched several Sekiro videos, and that is that's a brutal game. I want to play it. I haven't played it to completion, but I want to finish it. I'm There's a... Do. Apparently, there's a lot of bosses that uh, you kill and they come back to life a lot. <laughs> oh, fun! Yeah, yeah. They steal your gimmick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love gimmick stealing bosses, though. You know, like Dark Link. Yeah. Well, if we look at the time, though, we are starting to go over. Oh, wow, that podcast went by real quick. Yeah, this was a good, good time. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I feel pretty good. <laughs> well, I guess we'll wrap it up with one more question. Why is this podcast called Into the Loop? <laughs>